Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Giglio. I'm Min Dong. 13 days until Selection Sunday and 21 days until March Madness tips off. Yes, sir. What a fantastic weekend we had in store for you guys. Fizzy, I missed it. Man, oh man, I told you this was the weekend to watch college basketball. Football season's over. Everything's over. It's college basketball season. What a terrific weekend we had. Cannot wait to cover it. And uh, happy conference tournament season, baby. Today kicks off the postseason for some of these conferences. Uh, but obviously next week's the big week for those. But this week, still a lot of good mid-major conferences fighting uh, for a spot, but an at-large bid. So I'm uh, not at-large bid, an auto bid, I should say. So very excited for that and uh, just a lot of great stuff going on. We got a lot of good stuff for this Monday episode. Cannot wait for it. Yeah, the last Saturday of the regular season did not disappoint. Probably the best Saturday of college basketball in the regular season we've seen in forever and probably in my life. But, uh, yeah, great weekend overall. Yeah, cannot be happier uh, until March. Indeed, indeed. So, uh, obviously, the new segment today, the conference tournaments, we will go over that after we go over all the usual stuff. And uh, we'll have a little bit of a slate for you today. The slate will be more condensed as a lot more conference tournaments begin. I know there's still a lot of fantastic games happening today and tomorrow, but we're going to focus more on, obviously, the conference tournaments as we shift, obviously, towards March. So uh, you actually have the favors and kicking off the recap. Let's get it to it. Yeah. First time in a while. Uh, let's start with Friday. The only top 25 matchup, number 25, Iowa beats Nebraska on the road by 10. Yeah, that's really all. Saturday is where all the action was. Um, I don't know how you do it here, but I'll just – I'll just go down. Number one, Gonzaga gets upset by St. Mary's. Number 23, St. Mary's. They only scored 57 points, Gonzaga did, and they ended up losing by 10. Uh, safe to say I called this one. This was the this was the highlight of the weekend. Number two, Arizona losing on the road by 16 to Colorado. Very disappointing performance by the Wildcats. Number three, Auburn loses to number 17, Tennessee on the road. Tennessee, big win for them. They have now defeated Arizona. Kentucky, and Auburn, three top five programs. Number four, Purdue loses on the road to Michigan State. Tyson Walker with a cold-blooded three. To, <laughs> I see your celebration. They ended up winning by three. The difference was that three. Number five, Kansas loses on the road to number 10, Baylor, by 10. Uh, Kansas looked like they have this one in the first half, but Baylor, Baylor played well in the second half. The must-bust continues to roll, winning by two at home against number six, Kentucky. Big win for Arkansas as they look to – to improve their seeding uh, heading into March Madness. Number seven, Duke takes care of business against Syracuse, winning by 27. Mark Williams with 28 points. Number nine, Texas Tech loses on the road to TCU. It looked like they had this game in, in the bag. And TCU with Mike Miles Jr. leading away with 26 points. Uh, big push at the very end, got the win. And it looks like their tournament chances, looks like they're safe. Number 11, how about Ed Cooley and the Promise Fires winning their first ever Big East regular season title? In uh, program's history, defeating Creighton by 21. And, man, this game was so fun to watch. I got a lot of goosebumps. Ed Cooley on the mic, little profanity involved, but at the end, it was all worth it, man. I, I, man, it was it was fun to watch Ed Cooley. He is truly the American dream. Shout out John Rothstein. Number 12, UCLA, beats Oregon State by 39. Uh, yeah, Oregon State, not, not the best of programs. Uh, UCLA. Doing well. Number 13, Wisconsin defeats Rutgers at Rutgers. Uh, they win at five. I see you repping your Johnny Davis jersey. 
Uh, who would have thought out it was Johnny Davis? You didn't even know. Still, still love that story. Number 16, USC beats Oregon by one. Drew Peterson, the cold-blooded three, to, uh, to win the game. Murray State, number 19, escapes Southeast Missouri State by two. Scores 70-68. Thought they were going to lose this one, but K.J. Williams, man, he's really good. Number 20, Texas, beats West Virginia by one. I know this game got you a little bit nervous, but uh, Horn keep hooking. And last but not least, number 24, Alabama defeats South Carolina by 19. South Carolina had a very good run. Unfortunately, could not, could not uh, stand a chance against Alabama. And Sunday, number 14, Houston defeats SMU by 14. Uh, this was a game Houston dominated. You saw how Houston – they got every offensive rebound. I was watching this game. Uh, and Houston, man, they played their brand of basketball. And, yeah, they looked like a Final Four team. Number 15, Illinois defeats Michigan out on the road uh, by, by eight. Kofi Coburn, another dominant performance. Not only did he score 17 points, he held Hunter Dickinson to very normal game, I have to say, by standard. Very average. Number 21, UConn defeats Georgetown by nine. Georgetown's lost season. UConn looking to improve their seeding. Number 22, Ohio State, gets upset on the road by Maryland. Uh, this was the top 25 preseason team we finally saw in Maryland. Uh, hopefully they can make a push in the Big Ten tournament and rack up some wins. What are your thoughts on Super Weekend? Super Weekend indeed, man. Obviously a lot of good stuff happening. Friday, not too eventful as we already expected, but uh, some interesting games in there as well besides the top 25 matchup. You saw Texas State obviously clinch their Sun Belt title with the win over Troy. And a lot of clinchers, obviously, this weekend. Uh, we knew a couple of them were expected, but uh, a lot of key games, especially on that Saturday, man. What a terrific game day that was. First time in hist uh, history, top six teams get defeated in the same day, which is incredible. Obviously, Gonzaga loses, Arizona loses, uh, Auburn loses, excuse me. Uh, Purdue, Kansas, and Kentucky all lose, which is absolutely bizarre. And uh, I made a tweet on Saturday. I said, if you knew who I was picking for March Madness, I'd be lying because I have no idea. And I really do have no idea who I'm going to pick after seeing all these upsets. Most of these were on the road for a lot of these top teams. Actually, all of them were on the road. All top six teams were on the road. They all lost. So uh, that, that says something. I don't know what else does. But, uh, hey, fantastic weekend, fantastic games. Shout out Providence, man, obviously, clinching the Big East title. Uh, everyone stormed the court, man. It looked amazing. I know some people that were actually on the court sent me a couple of videos. It was just really fun to see from a bird's eye view. But, uh, yeah, shout out TCU, man. Obviously clinched. It seems like they're going to be in the field now after the massive win over Texas Tech. Much needed for them. And uh, Big 12, man, gets another lock into this conference uh, for the March Madness. And uh, Sunday, obviously, a lot of games as well. Uh, surprising game I saw was Memphis, man. They absolutely destroyed Wichita State at home. It was a 34-point win for Memphis, and I was very impressed by Landers Nolly in this one. Memphis, man, continues to climb up the ladder, and uh, I'm excited to see what they can do. And uh, for St. John's, I told you, their chances are now uh, slim to none as they get stunned by DePaul. I love me some DePaul, man. 500 on the season. I know they're 5-13 in Big East play, but, hey, that's a very good season for DePaul in year one of Coach Tony Stubblefield. Javon Freeman Liberty career high, 39 points in this game. Man, oh, man, I think DePaul can make some noise. I'll go to my hot take a little bit later, but uh, I, li I like the pod. I was very impressed. Another game I was very impressed with was Nebraska bouncing back against 
Uh, obviously lost to Iowa on Friday. Bounced back on Sunday, and they beat Penn State by 23 points on the road. I was very impressed by that. And shout out to Nebraska, man. Obviously, they've had a down year, but, hey, that's a really good win for them to end the season off. So, well, I mean, the season's not over just yet, but that's a good way to end uh, nearing the end of the season, I should say. But, yeah, obviously a lot of good stuff this weekend, as you know. Cannot be more happy for March. Yeah, and I attended a college basketball game, and that was Brian Wurst Wagner. Obviously, if you didn't see all the tweets, it was an electric. Never seen a crowd that uh, that asked for free at Brian before. First sold-out game in a while uh, at Brian. I think ever, I think I saw. Uh, but, yeah, they won, and they got the first NEC title in school history. No, no court storm, which was – which is very surprising because we were expected. We're, we're still in the court for March Madness, but free T-shirt from the school because I was in attendance, you know. Uh, got to finish the podcast within another half hour because I got to go get my ticket for, for Wednesday's game. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So we'll get to the AP poll right now, and I'll actually do it today because I already got it pulled up. Just make things a little bit easier. Starting off, obviously, number one team, no change here, 46 voters, first place team, Gonzaga. Even though they lost to St. Mary's, still the number one team uh, in the AP poll. Followed by them, Arizona remains at number two, not changing. Baylor makes a huge jump up seven spots to number three, followed by Duke, who round, uh, makes number four, and Auburn dropping two rounds out the top five. Number six goes to Kansas, then Kentucky, then Purdue. Number nine, Providence moves up two spots and finally in the top ten for the first time in a while. Followed by them, number ten, the Wisconsin Badgers, man. Up three spots this week, really good stuff for them. 11, Villanova, 12, Texas Tech, 13, Tennessee after the good win over Auburn. 14, Houston. Uh, there's a two-way tie, actually, for 14. It's going to be Houston and Arkansas, both in that spot. 16, USC. 17, UCLA, because they did lose to Oregon earlier this week. Uh, last week, I should say. 18, UConn. 19, St. Mary's. 20, Illinois. 21, Texas. 22, Murray State. 23, Ohio State. 24, Iowa. And 25, Alabama. No drops. No new teams this week for the AP poll. What are your thoughts, obviously, not much change, but in a, in a sense, a lot of a lot a lot of things have changed with this week. Yeah, a lot has changed indeed. St. Mary's is only 19 after being the number one team in the nation. I think they're a lot better than the 19th team in the nation. To be to be honest with you, same with Murray State. I think they've proven that they're better than what their ranking shows. Uh, other than that, not really any complaints. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my one complaint is I'm surprised Ohio State remained in the poll. I know they had a bad loss to Maryland, but uh, I think they should definitely be down a little bit more. I think Iowa's definitely leapfrog Ohio State, in my eyes at least, and I think Alabama has definitely come back to their old ways, and though Alabama we expected this year. But, uh, yeah, can't complain. Obviously a very good list with a lot of movement, especially with Baylor. But I'm surprised Baylor jumped up seven. They have a very tough challenge tonight. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but, uh, yeah. Not too much movement, but in a sense, like I said, a lot of movement happened this week. Very excited to see. And uh, obviously, as we saw Saturday, uh, the, the, the seed and rank is one thing. Winning the games is another. You got to win your games to keep your spot in this poll. And uh, we definitely seen that a lot, especially on Saturday. Yeah, and definitely now with the conference tournament arriving, you got to win to get in. To get in. Win indeed. In. So, what did you say? I wanted to rhyme it. Win and get in. Oh, very nice. Win and get in, of course. We'll go to team uh, top performers first and then team of the week, followed by the conference tournaments. First up, J.D. Note, man, from Arkansas. He has been hooping 19 points a game, uh, four and a half rebounds, three and a half assists, 
two and a half steals, which is pretty surprising in 28 games played for Arkansas. Obviously, he had a 30-point bomb against Kentucky this weekend. Obviously, why they won that game. Second guy, got to go to a little mid-major love, A.J. Green, man. Fantastic weekend he had, uh, 19, averaging 19 points a game, uh, three and a half rebounds, two and a half assists, and one steal per game. Uh, obviously, in his 27 games played, 32-point bomb, and Northern Iowa clinched number one spot with an OT win over Loyola Chicago. Fantastic game that was. What are your thoughts on these two guys absolutely dominating this weekend? Yeah, J.D. Note has definitely entered the national uh, yeah, national play of the year discussion. I think he's now a top seven contender, in my opinion. He's been hooping the past couple of weeks. And how about Northern Iowa, man, led by A.J. Green? First place in the Missouri Valley. Who expected that? Loaded conference. I expected it. I put them at second because, you know, I, I had a lot of belief in, in them when they're healthy. And, yeah, hopefully the Missouri Valley will be coming too bid. Yeah, MVC looking very good this year. Uh, we'll talk about that more down the line of things in terms of conference tournament play. But uh, team of the week, I got to go with the Princeton Tigers, man. Princeton, six-game win streak. They have surpassed Yale for first place in the Ivy League. Uh, I believe there's a couple games left to be played in the Ivy, if I'm not mistaken. But at, right at the moment, Princeton, first place in the Ivy on a six-game win streak. They did beat Yale uh, earlier last week, and uh, that definitely get my nod. Do you have any other team of the week nominations that you have? Nah, but shout out South Dakota State for completing their perfect conference regular season. 18-0 in conference play. Hopefully you win the you win their auto bid and make it to the Sweet 16, like I said. Indeed, indeed. And uh, obviously a lot of conference tournaments, uh, regular season at least, have been clinched by a lot of teams. We won't go into detail too, too much about who got what because obviously we're going to talk about them all in the conference tournaments, and uh, the one seeds obviously are the teams that won the regular season, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah, I think without further ado, let's just get things started with the conference tournament preview. Uh, obviously, if you do not remember last year, uh, we did go bracket by bracket, and we took pictures of our brackets and stuff, and uh, we have a little PowerPoint, and uh, in a moment, you're going to share your screen, and uh, we're just going to really break it down. So we'll start with the NEC, which starts today. Horizon League, Patriot League, and A-Sun all start tomorrow, so we'll go with, with, with those after. But uh, a little bit different this year. We won't be revealing all of them at once. We will only be revealing our champion for the conference tournament uh, because it's a lot, and uh, obviously the animations take a long time, as we saw last year. So it's a little bit easier to just break it down uh, just by the looks of it and uh, obviously oversee it all and then obviously cover the champion. And uh, the thing we noticed, a lot of our picks have been very similar, and we did not – plan that at all obviously we want to be as different and as um competitive and fun as we can but uh it's kind of hard when we have the same brackets it seems so uh let's just get it started so uh would you mind uh sharing your screen over there there we go all right so let's get things started first up obviously like i talked about the nec very good conference this year as you know bryant bulldogs did win the regular season so they are the one seed Followed by the two-seed Wagner, who came up just a little bit short in that final game that you went to. Three-seed Long Island, four-seed Mount St. Mary's, five-seed uh, St. Francis, New York slash Brooklyn, six-seed Sacred Heart, seven-seed St. Fra Francis, Pennsylvania, eight-seed Fairleigh Dickinson, nine-seed Central Connecticut State, and that rounds out the NEC. A little bit different uh, this year than last year because only the top four teams made it last year, if you do recall. So, uh, yeah, I will start with my side of the bracket. So, obviously, the game today, Fairleigh Dickinson versus Central Connecticut State. 
Got to go for Taylor Dickinson winning that game. They have had some miraculous wins, especially that game against Wagner last week, which was a very big shock and surprise to a lot of people. I'm going to go with them winning that game. Start. We'll go top to bottom. Uh, one seed, Bryant, taking on FDU. I got to go Bryant winning that game. And a big one. Hopefully you will be at that game. Mount St. Mary's versus St. Francis, New York. Got to go with Mount St. Mary's, man. This team's always been a bit deep, it seems, in the NEC this, uh, these past couple of years. I still think they win without a couple of key guys. Long Island versus Sacred Heart. Long Island to win this game. I like this team a lot, and I think they're very dangerous to the top two teams in this NEC. Wagner and St. Francis, PA. I got to go with Wagner, obviously the number two team in the nation, in the, in the NEC, excuse me, for a reason. And going to the semifinals, Bryant, Mount St. Mary's. I think Brian continues to roll. Peter Kiss, man, and uh, Charles Pride, two dominant and scary guys. You do not want to see March Madness. Got to go Bryant winning that game to the finals. Long Island, Wagner, a little bit of a closer game. I think this one should be. I'm going to go with Wagner, though, going to the finals. And the rematch, Wagner versus Bryant. Who do I have? Would you like to reveal? Yeah. Oh. I have Bryant <laughs> winning the NEC Conference Tournament. And a big one. So shout out to the Bulldogs, man. Yeah. Um, basically, same bracket as you, other than Central Connecticut State beating FDU in this playing game. Uh, I feel like whatever you said, I completely agree with. And yeah, my school, the Bryant Bulldogs conference, the NEC tournament runs through Smithfield, and Bryant will get the auto bid. Yeah, watch out, Gonzaga, because we're coming for you. All right, we'll see. Bryant will probably be a 16 or 15 seed if they do win. I think any other team would definitely be a 16 seed, in my eyes at least, but we shall see. We'll move forward now to the next conference, which is the Horizon League. I will start things off once again, and then you get the other two. So uh, Horizon League, looking at it, we'll go seed by seed. Cleveland State was the one seed after a very good win and rounding out the season. They were tied with um, Purdue Fort Wayne, who was the two seed, but obviously they had the head-to-head against Purdue Fort Wayne. Kentucky, four seed Wright State, five seed Oakland, who actually has a playing game, which is pretty surprising. Six seed Detroit Mercy, seven seed Youngstown State, eight seed UIC, uh, nine seed Milwaukee, 10 seed Robert Morris, 11th Green Bay, and 12th IUPUI. We'll start with playing games top to bottom. First game, UIC versus Milwaukee. Should be a pretty close game. I have to go with UIC winning that game, though. Oakland IUPUI should not be a question. Oakland definitely going to win this game. I'm sorry, IUPUI, but. Uh, one of the worst teams in college basketball, unfortunately. Next game up, Youngstown State, Robert Morris. Youngstown State's been pretty good this year. I'm going to go with them winning that game. And Detroit Mercy, Green Bay, Antoine Davis, co-player of the year in this conference, just found out recently. I'm going to go with Detroit winning that game. Next up, Cleveland State, UIC. Cleveland State's been dominating. They have a chance to go back-to-back this year. I'm going to go with Cleveland State winning that game. Rice State, Oakland should be a fantastic one. I'm going to go with Oakland, though. I think Oakland's much more prepared for this game, and they have a lot more talent. I'm going to go Oakland in a big one. Should be a close game, though, as you know what the most Horizon League conference tournament games are. Purdue-Fort Wayne, Youngstown State. Purdue-Fort Wayne, man, should win this game. I like this team a lot. They're currently on a nine-game win streak or seven-game win streak, I believe. They're red hot at the moment. And Northern Kentucky-Detroit, going to go to Detroit. Antoine Davis ain't going home just yet. I got Detroit making the two the semifinals. Looking at semifinal game, Cleveland State-Oakland. Going to go with Oakland in a big one and an upset. Going to the finals as the five seed at Purdue-Fort Wayne-Detroit. I think Detroit runs end a little bit short. Purdue-Fort Wayne will be going here. And for my champion, I do have the two seed, Purdue-Fort Wayne, winning this conference. Horizon League should be a fantastic one to watch. I am very excited for it. But something telling me Purdue-Fort Wayne is going to go dancing this year. 
yeah. Uh, looking at my bracket, I completely botched it. I can see the Wright State and Oakland side is it's mixed up with the Purdue for a win and Youngstown State side. But anyways, we somehow got the same final. That's all that matters. I completely agree with your bracket. If 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 my bracket was correct, it looked exactly like yours. Uh, other than the champion, which I think is Oakland, I think they're the most talented team in the in the Horizon League. Jamal Kane, Jalen Moore, that duo is, is fantastic. I think Oakland steals what looks like Cleveland State and Purdue Fort Wayne uh, tournament to lose. Yeah, so far almost nearly identical brackets, just a different winner in the Horizon League thus far. I'm very excited for this conference tournament. As you know, last year, so much madness within this Horizon League and uh, definitely expecting a lot more this upcoming uh, tournament. So that kicks off Tuesday. We'll stay tuned for that. We will now go to the next one, which is the Patriot League. I'll start going first. Colgate is the one seed, Navy two seed, BU three seed, four seed, Lehigh, five seed, Army, six seed is Loyola, Maryland, seven seed, Holy Cross, eight seed, Lafayette, nine seed, Bucknell, and ten seed, American. This conference tournament starts tomorrow. Obviously, with the two playing games up top, Bucknell, Lafayette. I got to go Lafayette here. And in the bottom, American. Holy Cross. I'm going with Holy Cross here. Keep in mind, Lafayette beat Rutgers at Rutgers, so uh, <laughs> watch out for Lafayette. Uh, no, they're not. They're not getting past Colgate. Lehigh Army. I gotta go Army here. I think Army is is a very good team. BU is gonna defeat Loyola. BU, a ton of veterans on that team. I had them going finishing first in this conference, so I still have very high expectations. And a Navy. Navy's a very good basketball team. For the semifinals, got to keep going with Colgate. Colgate's hot, really hot. Obviously, it's the number one team uh, in the conference. Got to go BYU, uh, BU, sorry, pulling off the upset against Navy. Uh, Colgate-BU final, I think this is the second time in a row I've had this final. Last year, I had that same final. Got to go with uh, Colgate winning it and getting the auto bid for the fourth straight year, I believe. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. And uh, Colgate's been dominating this Patriot League, as you know. My bracket's kind of similar. The one change I do have is obviously Navy BU. I think Navy's a little bit more veteran-like, and they have a lot more talent on this team. I know they lost a couple guys from last year in that miraculous run, but I think Navy bounces back and has a chance at taking out Colgate. But I think this Colgate team is uh, too good to be beat. I'm going Colgate as well, one of this Patriot League, once again. Very, Colgate is a very good team, very well-coached team, obviously, hence why they've won – this this league year in and year out, both regular season and tournament uh, for the past four or five years. And last but not least, we will get to the A-Sun. Obviously, this 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 conference is split between the, the West and the East. Uh, up top, we have Jacksonville State as the number one seed in the West. Liberty was the number one team in the East. Uh, the number two team in the West was Bellarmine. Two East, Jacksonville. Three West, Central Arkansas. Three East, Florida Gulf Coast, four West Lipscomb, four East Kennesaw State, five West East Kentucky, six East Northern Florida, sixth or fifth East, sorry. Now I'm just kind of confusing. <laughs> six East Stetson and six West Northern Alabama. But yeah, this conference starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow, yeah. Starts tomorrow with the, with the playing games, obviously. So let's go up top. Obviously, our orders are completely different, but what matters is as long as they're in the right side, of the bracket, it's it's all right. Central Arkansas Stetson, gotta go Stetson here. 
So I, it's just a random game, in my opinion. Kennesaw State, EKU, got to go with EKU here. I like their full-court press. It still causes havoc uh, for the whole conference. So they're definitely a sleeper. Florida Gulf Coast, Northern Alabama, I do not know how Florida Gulf Coast finished third in the East. Uh, they're so talented. I got to go Florida Gulf Coast there. Lipscomb, North Florida. Forgot to write it in, but uh, got to go with Lipscomb and our boy, Asana Asajula. Starting off with the quarterfinals, Jacksonville and Stetson. Jacksonville's been very surprising this year. Got to keep going uh, with Jacksonville. EKU, Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State, I believe, is one of the best teams in the conference. Got to go Jacksonville State. Bellarmine, Florida Gulf Coast. Again, Florida Gulf Coast is a very good team. They're by Tavion Dunmartin, who's, who's balling out for this team. And uh, Lipscomb Liberty. Of course, you got to go Liberty here. Semifinals, the Battle of Jacksonville. Jacksonville versus Jacksonville State. I'm going to go with Jacksonville State. Both teams are very good. I think this will be a very competitive one, obviously, uh, for bragging weights. Who's the best college basketball team in the city? Got to go Jacksonville State, though. And the Battle of the two shortest point guards in college basketball. Dunmartin versus Darius McGee. I'm going with Dunmartin taking this battle. I think he has a lot of uh, – I think he has a better supporting cast, sorry. Uh, led by Calvin Samuel, transfer from TCU. And then my champion, Jacksonville State, Florida Gulf Coast. I'm going with Florida Gulf Coast. I think Dunk City is back. Yeah, obviously very good A-Sun Conference this year. A lot of surprising movement in the standings, at least for now. Obviously, my racket's kind of similar, kind of different. Uh, my playing games are mostly the same. I do have EKU winning that game. I have Central Arkansas winning that game against Stenson. I think it, like it is a random game, like you said. Lipscomb winning that game, and Florida Gulf Coast should definitely win that game. Like you said, very surprised this team is a planned team. Uh, a couple upsets I got. I got Central Arkansas knocking off Jacksonville as the three seed in the West. I think Central Arkansas is a pretty good team, just haven't really been fully healthy. I think now it's their time to shine in conference tournament time. Jacksonville, obviously, not too much postseason experience, so I don't think that will carry them uh, – carry with them, excuse me, in this ASUN conference tournament. Jacksonville State should win that game against Eastern Kentucky. Liberty should beat Lipscomb. Should be a very good game, though. Obviously, our son Sajula, big, big chip on his shoulder. He wants to win this conference very bad this year. Florida Gulf Coast continues to roll over Bellarmine. Uh, semifinals, I got Jacksonville State advancing to the finals over Central Arkansas. This seems very good. And obviously, year one in the A-Sun for them. It should be a very successful one, whether or not they make it this far or not. And Liberty, Florida Gulf Coast, like you said, really good game between those two point guards. I'm going to go with Florida Gulf Coast as well, winning that game. And my same finals as you, Jacksonville State, Florida Gulf Coast. I'm going to be going with the same team, Florida Gulf Coast and Dunk City, advancing to the March Madness Tournament. Yeah, great minds think alike. I did not expect you, and you probably did not expect me to have very identical brackets for all four conferences. But, yeah, you can tell who definitely are the sleepers and, and who you think are getting upset, who, who are the frauds in every tournament. So, yeah. Indeed, indeed. And uh, obviously now – those are the four we have for today's episode. Wednesday, we have a lot more in store. We got it all planned out, so don't you worry. Conference tournaments are back. Can't wait for those and revealing all of them as they come along. We will now go to a quick uh, little slate because there are some pretty good competitive games in here today and tomorrow. We will start with a peculiar game in the Colonial. Why am I saying this? Because this game is a resumption of a game from January 27th. Why, you might ask? Well, Delaware traveled to Townsend January 27th. Uh, the court was deemed ineligible to play on due to violations or something like that. So they had to uh, delay the game and suspend the game. So the current score is 38-29. Delaware is winning. They will resume it at the 19-minute mark in the second half. Why did they do this? I don't know. 
Is this crazy? Yes. But regardless, who do you have winning the end of this game? Because it has a lot of big implications. If Townsend does win this game, they're the one seed in the Colonial. If Delaware wins this game, they're the three seed in the Colonial. And UNC Wilmington will win this conference if Delaware wins. Yeah, very interesting game. Obviously, it was suspended due to dangerous conditions on the court. It was, it was deemed too slippery and too too much moisture on the court, which I understand. Uh, I think Delaware pulls this off. They have a nine-point advantage uh, with 18 minutes to go. So I'm, I'm counting on Delaware to close, to close the game. Yeah, this, this is so peculiar because uh, whatever team starts off hot is going to win this game, I think. And uh, if you're Delaware, if you just need a little bit of a kickstart to win this game. But for Townsend, you need a big, big, big kickstart and comeback to win this game. So uh, I'm going to go with Delaware just because they have a lead. But uh, leads can always be choked, as we've seen plenty of times before. So I'd not be surprised if Townsend keeps this game very close and just like a whole new half that's left to be played. So I'm very excited to see how this one ends up because it's a really peculiar one and has a lot of implications with those standings and conference tournament play for the Colonial. Mm-hmm. Next up, we'll go to 8 o'clock. Northwestern travels to uh, number 24, Iowa. Should be one-sided. Who do you have in that one? Iowa's been hot. Iowa's been rolling. Iowa at home, for sure. Give me Iowa. Yeah, give me Iowa as well. I think they're somewhat of a fraudulent team heading into March. But uh, you got to respect them while they're hot. Indeed. indeed. Uh, Game of the day, number three, Baylor traveling to number 21, Texas. Big game for both sides. Very excited to watch this one tonight. Uh, you know who I'm picking, but who do you got? Yeah, Texas could be a fraudulent team come March. Got to go Baylor. Uh, Texas is at home, though, so Texas doesn't lose at home. I got to go Texas winning this game. They beat Kansas at home. I think they'll definitely beat Baylor at home. No questions asked. Mm-hmm. And next up, Kansas State. Charles to Lubbock to take on number 12, Texas Tech. Kansas State lost some steam, 14-14 and 14 overall. But guess what? Since they play in the Big 12, they're still on the bubble. And they can make another run here if they beat Texas Tech. Do you have this hap- Do you have that happening? I was very surprised TCU won that game. I don't think Texas Tech loses two in a row. Texas Tech will win this game. Yeah, especially at home. Got to go Texas Tech. Indeed. We will go to the Mountain West now. San Diego State traveling to Wyoming. Great game for both sides and uh, Wyoming. Currently second place in the Mountain West. Do not know if they can win it still. I know Boise State is currently in the lead at the moment. But San Diego State, this will be a big win for them. Going on the road against a Wyoming, we have one in this game. Yeah, San, San Diego State really needs this win, obviously right on the bubble. And, yeah, Quad 1 will do wonders for them. Fortunately, Wyoming undefeated at home. You see them at home. It's a different animal now. I think Wyoming pulls it off. Yeah, Wyoming at home is a very peculiar stat, and it's obviously the right one to go with. Got to go with the metrics in this one. I'm going to Wyoming winning this game. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, number 17, UCLA. Travels and takes on Washington at 11 o'clock. Who do you have in that one? Good game. I, th- I do think UCLA wins this one, though. Washington can keep it pretty close, but uh, UCLA wins this game. Yeah, definitely UCLA. To Tuesday we go. Some pretty good games in here. We'll start off at 6.30. The Tennessee Vols, number 13, traveling to Georgia. Lopsided, but, hey, Tennessee has been struggling on the road uh, so far this year, it seems. Who do you win this game? Tennessee. I think Tennessee wins, but I think Georgia – surprisingly keeps this one pretty close, like they did to Auburn earlier this season. Uh-huh. And number 11, Villanova, they look for a share of the Big East title and who not to play, but number nine team in the nation, the Providence Friars. If Providence wins, they clinch it outright. Villanova wins is the share between those two teams. What do you think is going to happen? 
yeah, obviously this game is in Villanova, and uh, it really just depends on who's hungry. I think Villanova is definitely going to come out very strong, but I think Providence wants this outright title for themselves. So with that being said, hmm, I don't know. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Villanova, though. I think they're the home team. I think they win this game. Could not agree more with you. Got to go Villanova. If they do win as well, they have obviously the season sweep and the tiebreaker over Providence, and think they will get the one seed in the Big East tournament. Yeah, that's a big game right there. And uh, I know Providence has a share of the Big East, but it seems like they already won it, and uh, it's really not won just yet. A lot of implications left for that game. We shall see tomorrow. Next game up, A-10 we go. Dayton traveling to Richmond. Dayton has been in a roll seven games in a row, I believe. Uh, they got a pretty good game traveling to Richmond. Who do you win this one? Yeah, Dayton all of a sudden has made its way to the bubble despite four quad four losses. Uh, senior night at Richmond, obviously, big, big uh, senior class there. I can name them. Jacob Gilliard, Grant Golden, Nick Sherrod, Nathan Kayo, and a whole lot more. Wingest senior uh, or winningest class in Richmond basketball history, obviously, all fifth-year, six-year seniors uh, playing their last game. I think Richmond wins it for them. Got to go with the Spiders. Going Spiders as well. Richmond, senior night. Can't ask for anything better. I'm going to go with them winning this game. Mm-hmm. And next up, number seven, Kentucky hosts Ole Miss. Should be one-sided. Who do you have? And uh, let's do a point count. Yeah, Ole Miss has not been the Ole Miss we expected them as they were last year. Kentucky wins this game by 15. Yeah, got to agree with you. Kentucky by 15. Nebraska traveling to number 23, Ohio State. Any chance of a Nebraska massive upset in Ohio? That would be a big blow if they can choke this one up. Yeah, Ohio State did not play well uh, their last game, and Nebraska played really well their last game. I'm still going to take the ranked team in Ohio State. Yeah, chances of that happening again, pretty low. Obviously, this game is in Columbus as well. I'm going to go Ohio State winning this one. Mm-hmm. And we'll go to a very interesting game in the MAC as Toledo travels to Buffalo and takes on Buffalo. Who do you have in that one? Buffalo on a nine-game win streak, I believe. Kent State on a 10-game win streak. And as you know, the MAC is a four-way race now between those two teams, Toledo, Buffalo, Kent State, and Ohio. Still uh, with all within one game of each other, I believe. I'm going to go with the home team in Buffalo. They have definitely reasserted themselves as we expect them, as we expect them to preseason. They have Buffalo winning this game. Mm-hmm. And another team to watch, Akron. Despite losing uh, Lauren Christian Jackson, they have they found a way to become a top five team in the MAC. They're relevant still. And, man, this, this MAC tournament is going to be crazy. Indeed. I believe that does start next Wednesday, I believe. So stay tuned for that one. I will definitely cover it, as you already know. But, yeah, expect that one to be a good one, as it usually is. Next up, 8 o'clock, Duke, number four, traveling to Pitt. Uh, any chance of a Pitt upset in this one? I see it pretty unlikely. Nah, no, not at all. Yeah, I got Duke winning this game, continuing to roll, and uh, going into ACC play. This is the team to beat, and I don't know if anyone can beat them in ACC. Mm-hmm. And next up, number six, Kansas travels to Fort Worth to takes on and takes on TCU. TCU coming off a big win at home. Will they make it two in a row at home? That'd be amazing, but I don't think so. I got Kansas winning this game. I got to go with the TCU upset here. I think they win, and they lock their so off. They lock their spark for March Madness. Bold. I don't know if that's happening, but that's a very bold take. We shall see. Next up, 8:30, Battle of Michigan. Michigan State traveling to Michigan. Obviously, Michigan State, it seems they should be in after that one over Purdue, but you never know. Michigan really needs a win. This could be a good one to get. What do you want in this game? I'm going to go with Michigan State. I'm going to go with Michigan State as well. Michigan, obviously, 
I just lost to Illinois. I don't think I'll see anything different. I'm going to go Michigan State. Mm -hmm. And two A-10 programs that have remained relevant in the bubble. This game should be uh, winner stays in the bubble, losers out of the bubble. St. Bonaventures at VCU. Obviously, you do not want to play at VCU if you're a bubble team. Who do you have in that one? Yeah, I believe both teams are on a seven-game win streak, if I'm not mistaken. Both these teams have been red hot as of late. That being said, I'm going to go with the Bonnies winning this game. This team's back to where we expect them to be. This is a massive win, and I think they get it done. I also think they get it done. I still think Next game up. Oh, sorry. I still think they're a Final Four team if they make it, but uh, mm. obviously I, I talk a lot about that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I definitely talk a lot about that, but uh, we'll see. Nine o'clock, game of the day. Number eight, Purdue, traveling to where else? But Madison, Wisconsin, to take on the Badgers. Love this game a lot. This is pretty much the battle for first place in the Big Ten. What do you want in this game? Wisconsin at home. Love to hear it. You know why I'm wearing this. Come on. Badgers are winning this game. Badgers are winning the regular season in the Big Ten. I'm so excited. This is a great game, and I'm very pumped up for tomorrow. Uh, Jonathan Davis, man, he gets to lock up Ivy. I think he does. I'm going to go with Wisconsin. The problem is going to be Zach Eady and Travion Williams. I'm very scared for that as a Wisconsin fan because uh, Zach Eady had 25 points against Michigan State. Wisconsin doesn't have a true big man, it seems. A little bit scared, but, uh, hey, Badgers are home. I think the Badgers win. Mm-hmm. And let's get uh, turned back to 8.30 as Florida. Their season is on life support as they take on Vandy at Vandy. Do you have them remaining relevant in a bubble? Yeah, I think Vandy could pull off a massive win. I do think Florida survives somehow in this one. Yeah, Florida's playing really, really, really. They've been playing with a lot of urgency, and I think they win this one. 9 o'clock, Houston hosts Cincinnati. Obviously, Houston just looking to close out the American strong. Do you think they do so? Yes. I do as well. Cincinnati's been an interesting team this year. Not the Cincinnati we expected year one at West Miller. Mm-hmm. And uh, another team on life support, Virginia Tech getting a huge quad one win over Miami. Uh, the metrics still say they have a tournament team. The resume does not. Obviously got a win at Louisville as the first step. Do you think they get it done? Yeah. What, Virginia Tech's home. Uh, but even if they weren't, I still think they win this game. The must needed one for them. I think they get it done. Yeah. Kind of agree with you. Virginia Tech here. And final game of the slate, 10, 11 o'clock, two of the top teams in the Pac-12, number two, Arizona. They do travel this time to number 16, USC. Obviously, USC just had a great win at Oregon. Now they're home, hosting number two, Arizona. What do you want in this game? And do you think USC can maybe pull off uh, the miraculous, even though you think this team's frauds? Yeah, I know you're shaking your head. Frauds. Arizona is going to kill them. 20. I think they're going to win by 20. Oh, no. Terrible take. I don't 20, like that take at all. 20, mom. I don't like that take at all. I know USC struggled this year, but uh, when they play and when they're healthy, I think this team's pretty good, especially with the home team. I think Arizona wins. I think it's a five-point game in their favor. I think it's going to be a pretty good game. USC, we'll see how they do in Pac-12 Conference Tournament play because I think they have a little bit of a chip on their shoulders as well from last year. So we shall see. I'm going to go USC, though. I mean, sorry, I'm, I'm going to Arizona by five. That's what I'm going to say. I'm sorry. Yeah, and obviously it's the end of the episode. We're going to go over our plays and uh, prize pick plays as well, player props. Do you have one in mind or do you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. I had to put the glasses on because uh, I've, been, I've been a little bit cold as of late this weekend. So I need to put the glasses back on and get locked in. So here we go. 
And obviously, our Twitter, RTM underscore bets, we're heating up. We've been very profitable the past three days. Uh, yesterday, we did not like anything. So, obviously, we're not going to give you guys stuff we don't like. Uh, today, I'll be, I'll be going my Wyoming money line. It's, a, it's plus 105. Wyoming's at home. Uh, Got to put some money on that, obviously, if Wyoming's at home and they're underdog. Indeed, indeed. My play for today is going to be – I like this game a lot, and I'm going to go with it. Prairie View A&M hosting Jacksonville, Jackson State. Excuse me. I think Prairie View A&M covers four-point difference at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Prairie View A&M, very good team at home. As for player props, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I'm looking right now. I like one thing in particular. It's going to be Michael Flowers over 13.5 points. He had 30 points against Washington. They're going to Oregon State, and uh, that's not a very good defensive team because UCLA just dropped 94 on them. Michael Flowers over 13.5 points. Should be a good one to get uh, later tonight. Mm-hmm. Do you have one, or should I go with my second one? Oh, I'll go with one. I'll go with uh, – let me see. You could go your second one. I'll find two right now. All right, my second one is going to be RPA, rebounds, points, assists. Going to be with my main man, Orlando Robinson, 26.5 PRA against, obviously, New Mexico. I know they're at home. If they were in the pit, I would say otherwise, but uh, they are home. So, uh, should be a good showing for him. And uh, Fresno State still in the Mountain West play, so we shall see how they pair out. Orlando Robinson needs a big game. I think he gets it tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, my first pick, Tiger Campbell. Over 18.5 PRA. Obviously, Johnny Juzang is out uh, for the rest of the regular season. He will return for the postseason, obviously. Uh, just nursing, taking care of the ankle, being precautious. But, yeah, Tiger Campbell, one of those guys that could take advantage of his absence, and he already has. So, 18.5, I think, has some very good value, especially for the over. My second one, I will be going with Jamal Mashburn Jr. over. 17, I think it's 17 and a half. Let me check once again. 17 and a half points, Jamal Mashburn Jr. of New Mexico. He's been hooping. He's their, he's their number one option. Uh, you could go Jalen House as well. That backcourt is electric. He's only at 13 and a half. So either one, I think you can't go wrong with. All right, so there you have it. Jamal Mashburn over, Tiger over PRA, Orlando Robinson over PRA. And my last one was, I don't remember. Michael Flowers. Michael Flowers points. Point. Thank you. Yes. And the plays, Wyoming money line and Prairie View A&M minus four tonight. Obviously, we'll cover that on the tweet, and we will post it out. But, uh, yeah, obviously, really excited for March Madness, as you know, and conference tournament starting. Just a whole another level of excitement. And, uh, yeah, a little bit less than three weeks now, a little bit under two weeks till Selection Sunday begins. So I'm very excited, man. A lot of good stuff going on. I love college basketball and uh, – if it's like if it's anything like it was this past Saturday, we are in for a joyful roller coaster ride because that was some fun, and hopefully we get a lot more fun these upcoming weeks. Yeah, so excited! Obviously, tomorrow is March, uh, and yeah, we sleep in May. Shout out Rothstein. We do indeed, and uh, the announcement for that you've all been waiting for coming relatively soon. Getting in the works of it, I have a couple people. We are. Uh, joining forces with to make this thing even bigger and better as it was last year. So we shall see how that goes, but obviously we'll let all of you know, once it comes out, planning on it to be this week. So definitely stay tuned and keep your eyes and ears open because it's going to be a big one, big announcement coming. Stay tuned. 
also looking for interviews. We've uh, kind of gotten to contact with some guys. It's kind of complicated at the moment, but uh, we have a couple of special people coming on and uh, doing some good stuff. So stay tuned for that as well, probably within the next week or so before March Madness begins. But yeah, stay tuned for that. And obviously, can't wait to see you in March as we go to Wednesday. So yeah, I think that is all we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. And it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in. Oh.